What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. Thank you so much for joining into our very first episode of this show in its first season entitled The Winning Season. In this season, we will be discussing what it takes to prepare for and walk in our winning season, or what is known to be the greatest season of our life. We all have a journey, right? And when we live intentionally and make purposeful decisions and strategic moves, we can set ourselves on a path to live our best life. One that is fulfilling, enjoyable, and full of blessings. We in this community believe in appropriate self-talk, thinking, and behaviors that promote us past our fears of being successful Sometimes we have fears of being successful and move us to a place where we can reach every single goal. I truly believe in the power of prayer and strategic moves to achieve my wildest dreams. If you're listening, you are here for and with purpose. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button now to stay connected because this show will do nothing but help you grow, live, and progress on purpose. In this season, I have lined up some heavy hitters, motivational and inspirational friends and mentors or people that that I have connected with um, that have powerful stories of their own and they are willing to share how they live with intention and purpose to reach their goals. But first, I'd like to draw our attention to this special segment of the show called People Popping Out, Pop being Progress on Purpose. This is a segment of a show where we highlight, celebrate, and give kudos to people in the media, whether that be on mainstream media or social media or otherwise, who are living intentionally to make progress towards their goals, making strides in their community or in the lives of others, or making this world better by doing what they need to do to best serve themselves or their family. This week, I'd like to shout out our girl, Missy Elliott. Now, by now, we know that this music mogul just released new music for us to dance to, so that is not new news. However, I'd like to draw our attention to a few things that Missy said during a recent interview for Marie Claire magazine, and this was released about two months prior to her new music. One of the quotes that was mentioned in the article by Missy Elliott says, it's funny because I was just telling somebody that everything I spoke, I've done. And that's how powerful the tongue is. I used to sit in the house and act like I was having conversations with Janet and Michael and Madonna and whoever. I then would go and say my thank yous for award shows that I hadn't made it to yet. I had speeches and I would be in the mirror thanking my mama. Now, let me stop right here and let's talk about this for a second. Missy always knew what she wanted to be. And this was evident from what she just said, right? So even as a child, she knew exactly what she wanted to do. And she determined as a child to speak with intentionality about her goals, about her dreams, about who she was going to one day sit with, about what award she was going to one day receive. Even as a child, she rehearsed these things in her heart and in her mind. And in her world, it was her reality. She spoke them into existence in a time when finances, 
cameras, investors, or anybody was anywhere to be found. Another quote says, when we were up in Rochester, Virginia, we didn't listen to the radio. We didn't watch videos. So we didn't hear nor see. We created a sound that we didn't even know we were creating. It's just that we didn't know what was hot. So we just created music. I wish I could go back to the space of not seeing or hearing because when you see and hear, you start to concentrate and then you're afraid to try something new because it don't sound like anything else. So right here, Missy is talking about how she intentionally blocked out what was on the radio, what was present, and she created something new, something authentic. Sometimes we have to do that. Right. We have to go to a place where we silence everything that we see, turn off the social media, don't go on Instagram for a season and lock down if we're going to create something new and something great. And we don't want influences from the outside world. Right. To uh, in, to hinder or to infiltrate what we're trying to do or what God is trying to put in our hearts and in our minds. And so Missy shows us how she created the sound that we know Missy to have, which has always been very creative, very new, very fresh, very authentic. And it was something like we had never heard. And that's why now, 14 years later, people were thirsty and hungry for new music from her because she created a sound that had never been done. The last quote that I like to highlight is one that's from her that says, now you can just pop up and if it gets to the right person, it just goes viral. I want to be able to encourage those who don't go viral. A lot of people out there that have 452 or 100 followers may be talented. I want them to not feel like they have to do what everybody else is doing to gain that attention. Just be you. It's going to catch hold somewhere. Well, Missy, we could not... Thank you enough for those words and you said it best. We have to be authentically ourselves. We have to do what feels right to us, whether or not we have followers or not, whether or not we get likes or not. We have to be comfortable in our own space, intentional in our own thoughts to know that we're going to, it's going to catch up. So I publicly just want to thank Missy for her intentionality and her purpose in doing all the things that she does and she does them so well. She looks for ways to be authentically her. She's not looking to be like anybody else. And every time she shows up, she shows up as Missy Elliott, not sounding like anybody. And we appreciate that so much. Missy, thank you. You are our pop out of the week. If you know someone who is popping out and deserves recognition on the show, send me a DM on Instagram at Progress on Purpose Podcast, all one word, and don't forget to follow us first. Or you can message me on Facebook at Progress on Purpose Podcast page, or send me an email at Progress on Purpose Podcast at gmail.com. I would love to highlight them on the show. It is time for our pop tip of the week. Here it is. Simple too. 
what I would like you to do is write down your goals as it relates to your purpose, dream, vision, or long-term goal. Then prioritize the top five goals and write out actionable steps towards those goals. Use your phone calendar or planner to actually schedule in a specific date and time to work on these goals over the course of the month. This will allow you to decide when you do them and approximately how long each goal is going to take. Then don't allow any distractions to take you off course. Do it at a time when you have nothing else going on so you have no excuses. You may even have the flexibility to pick the same day and time each week to attack those goals. And let me know how it goes. Send me an email to progressonpurposepodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook as well. I would love to hear from you. So the topic of today's show is, are you going somewhere? And as I thought about this topic or how it came about, I was thinking about our first season of the show, the winning season. And a lot of times we look at things on Instagram or on Facebook or social, any type of social media, anywhere around the web, and we see people popping up overnight millionaires. We'll see um, people coming out with music and all of a sudden they have all these likes and views and they just blow up. And to the average person, it makes us feel like, well, dang, what am I doing? I'm working hard, my nine to five. I'm doing what I got to do to feed my family. But I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. I don't feel like I'm winning. I don't feel like I'm making an impact. And so I thought about talking about this topic today because I have to let you know that you are going somewhere. You are doing something great, but let's get into it. So earlier this summer, I made a pledge to myself that I was going to work on my health and fitness. And I live not too far from a track. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to get on that track. And I hadn't been on a track in years, Um, but I always knew that from my past experiences on the track, it was something that I love to do. I love the way it, it feels when I'm running on the track. I love having other people around me running on the track. Um, and to me, it was just a, a great space to be in. So I get on the track. Um, first, I'm walking. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk four laps because those four laps is going to be a mile. And I'm going to take that mile and I'm going to go home. So I do my mile and I go home and I repeat this process for about a week. The next week, uh, I paired up with my best friend and we said we were going to go running together. Now, yes, you heard me correctly. I said running. I hadn't run in a long time. However, my best friend was running. I'm a run too, right? So we meet up at a park and we start out walking. We set out our Apple watches so that, you know, we could track our workout. And um, we start start out walking for the first quarter of the mile. And then we take off and we start running. Now, 
the first time we started running, now mind you, we had never run together. So I'm running and I'm trying to keep up with her pace and she can talk and I'm like, you know, barely keeping it together. And so eventually I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to keep up for as long as I can. I'm gonna push myself and then I'm going to stop. And so I did, I stopped and I started walking. And when I started walking, she stopped and started walking with me. Then we walked for a little bit further then we started running again she's like all right let's go I'm like okay let's go let's go so we make it to the first mile and I'm like okay you know we did a mile took us about 15 minutes between walking and running we good to go right we could go And she's like what no 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 she said I give my body an hour I'm like oh that's nice you can give your body an hour, but I'm done. I did my mile. I'm good. She's like, no, come on. Let's go. Let's keep going. So I'm like, Ugh. all right. So I said, but I'm going to have to do it at my own pace. She's like, yeah, absolutely. So I start running with her because, you know, star strong, right? Started running with her. Had to walk at certain times because my calves are locking up. My thighs is changing ankles getting crazy and I'm like all right I'm gonna keep pushing but I gotta do this I have to do this my way so eventually you know because she's used to doing her normal routine she's way ahead of me and I'm talking to myself trying to get through the lap trying to finish and eventually I do so I get over to the other side where we first started and I'm like all right we good right you know, let, let's go. She's like, I told you I give myself an hour. This has only been, you know, at that point it had been like two and a half miles. And she said, I normally run between four and five miles. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, come on, you, you, you start strong, you end strong. I'm like, but I'm done. I'm done. This is, this is all I could do for today. And she, she like, I don't think so. I think you can do more. Let's go. So I continue running with her, continue walking and running with her because I didn't, I didn't do the whole thing running. Um, but it brought great revelation to me in terms of just motion in general and how I think about whether or not I'm, I'm moving, I'm winning, I'm going somewhere with the thing that I intended to do first thing it made me think about was my original goal right so I had prior to running with her I was set on doing a mile and I was good with my mile and I'm I'm happy about my mile in this workout send it out to all my friends who I share my workout with and I'm like I'm doing it y'all and um one of the things that I learned by going with her was that I could push myself a little bit further with the right encouragement in the right environment I can push myself a little bit further and I'm grateful to know that I have people around me and I'm sure you ha I hope that you have people around you who can push you and inspire you to go a little further to let you know yeah you you are going somewhere we are going on a journey and not just that we're going on a journey, but we're going on that journey together, right? We're going on that journey 
collectively. And when you slow down, I'm going to be that person to pull you. I'm going to slow down with you, but we're going to catch back up. We're going to get it together. And at times, I'm going to be in front of you because this is this is my pace. But that doesn't mean that I have forgotten about you. I see you right behind me. I, I'm keeping the eye on you. I know you all right. You're going to make it. And I'm going to make sure that you make it. I'm a science teacher, so I had to kind of go a little deeper and think about uh, motion, right? Because we're talking about, are you going somewhere, right? We're talking about motion. And so I looked up the definition of motion just to give me a deeper perspective of what we're talking about. So motion is defined it's actually a physics term and it's defined as the change in position of an object with respect to its surroundings in a given interval of time. The change in position of an object with respect to its surroundings in a given interval in time, of time. Um, and immediately a couple of things jumped out to me, right? First, it's the change in position of an object. So the object going from one place or starting position to an ending position. And if I could pause right there and just talk about that right there. So many times we are thinking about, am I, am I going anywhere? But we haven't thought about whether or not we've changed positions. If you started out in one spot and by the end of the year you're in another spot even if to you it it's only one level up or to you it's only a few centimeters up it's still movement right you still made a change in position maybe it wasn't the same type of motion uh, as someone else but you still made a move the second part of the definition says with respect to its surroundings so the only way to tell whether or not something is moving is you have to have something around it that's either not moving or moving at a different pace and this goes back to us thinking about whether or not we are in our our winning our winning season or whether or not we're going somewhere right we look at uh, what's so-and-so doing? What are the Joneses doing, right? And sometimes we make um, comparisons based on that. But let us not forget the third part of the definition. In a given interval of time. Now, I know we're all adults, so we can figure out that the time piece is the most important part of this definition. Your time and my time to do a particular task may be very, very different. So just because the Joneses are in position number three compared to me, who's in position number one, we are not, we can't compare each other because the Joneses started five years before me, right? And so that given interval of time lets us know that we're not necessarily running the same race with the same people, even though it looks like it, right? And then I even went a little deeper because this is my topic, y'all. I'm a science teacher. So I thought about how um, 
speed plays a role, right? How fast or slow the object is moving. When we think about whether or not we're going somewhere, we have to look at speed. How fast am I moving in relation to someone else? How slow are we moving in relation to someone else? And can we even compare? Because they're on a different track than us. They're on a different lane than us. So whether or not they're moving fast or slow, it doesn't interfere with our our lane because they're not in our lane. Oftentimes, we are focused on distance, we're focused on speed, but we're not realizing the importance of velocity and acceleration. Velocity is speed with relation to direction that the object is moving in. So yeah, the object may be moving fast, sis may be moving fast, but sis is moving fast to the left and I'm moving fast to the right. Again, we're not on the same path. Acceleration is how far the object has traveled with respect to time. So sis may have gotten to position three, but like I said before, she got to position three and it took her three months. I got to position three and it took me eight months. Guess what? We both got to position three. It just took me less. It just took me more time because I was moving at a slower pace. So sometimes we think people are passing us. We think people are... You know, oh, sis is 30 and she's married. She got her house. You know, she has her first kid working on her first book about to release whatever, whatever. And we start to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, well, what am I doing? Am I doing anything? What what am I doing wrong? And the case may be that you're not doing anything wrong at all. As a matter of fact, you're doing everything right in your particular interval of time. So the, 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 the mindset that we need to have is that we're not in competition. We're not in competition with our sisters and our brothers, even if they're the same age, even if they've come from the same background, even if they have the same distance to travel that we do. Because even though they may have the same distance to travel, their speed is different from our speed or your speed or my speed, right? There's a couple of things that I want us to think about as we uh, reflect on this topic. Are you going somewhere? The first thing, and it goes back to the story I told in the beginning with my best friend running with her. The first thing is, who are you moving with? So when I was out on the track with myself, I didn't have anybody that I knew to encourage me to go a further distance. But when I went to the park with my best friend, I was able to push myself to a further place because I had someone encouraging me. Come on, let's go. We start strong, we finish strong. Let's go, we can do this. She was pushing me along. She was my my accountability and she was my encouragement. Second thing we need to think about is who or what is in your ear. In the case with us running together, she was encouraging me with her words. Sometimes we listen to uh, 
our music and sometimes I don't know because for me music kind of slows me down I can't really listen to music I got to kind of listen to my own mind chatter but you have to do what works best for you because if your own mind chatter is like all right let's stop that may not be the best thing to listen to and sometimes we have to trick our minds right we have to trick ourselves to do the things that we may not want to do physically so it helps to listen to that motivational song or listen to that motivational speech while we're doing the things that we don't necessarily want to do. The next thing to think about is what's on you. What do you have on? So um, one particular time I was on the track and I had on my sweat belt because, you know, we got to wear our sweat belts, right? Got to get that waistline down. And I had on a shirt on top of that. And I had on a hoodie on top of that. Mind you, it's about 72, rising up to 80 degrees. And I'm running. I get through the first lap. And I'm like, whew, I'm tired. I'm winded. But I know I could do more. And so I realized it wasn't that I was tired. I was just hot. And so I took my hoodie off. And all of a sudden, I was rejuvenated. So I had to relieve myself of some restrictive clothing in order to be free, in order to run a little bit longer. And so the thought is that we got to think about what's on us that may be preventing us from going a further distance, from moving without restriction. Sometimes it's the people around us. Sometimes it's the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we think about whatever it is that we're trying to do. Maybe we're unsure of ourselves. Maybe we have insecurities and we have to be um, observant enough to realize what they are and then address them, release them, remove them. The next thing to think about is what's in your heart? Yeah, you didn't know I was going to go there when it comes to moving somewhere, but what's in your heart? Because what's in your heart comes out in what you say, right? So when you think about what you're saying to yourself, your self-talk, it's a direct reflection of what's in your heart. And sometimes we self-sabotage because we tell ourselves things that are contrary to what we uh, want to do or to or even want to believe. But it stems from a place where we got to deal with the things that are in our heart and remove those things so that we can be of a clearer mind in order to speak positively. The last thing we got to think about is, do you have direction? So you running and running and going and going, but where are you going? Do you have direction? Do you have mental clarity about what it is you're trying to do? Do you have spiritual guidance about what it is you ought to do? And these are questions to pray about, think about, meditate on, and see clarity because you don't want to just be going and going and going and running and running and you don't really have an end goal. You don't really have a clear direction. I mean, there are going to be some times when, you know, we all go through those things where we're just doing and going just to to keep up and to, to stay alive and to do what we have to do. But at some point in our lives, we have to pray for direction. We have to seek uh, God for direction and really address 
what it is that we are here for. What is our purpose? And once we have that direction, once we have that purpose, we can move um, appropriately. So here's the meat of today's point. Your assignment is on its own timeline. And you can't compare your motion to someone else's. Progress on and in the purpose of your assignment. Set benchmarks to measure your own progress based on the goals that you have set for yourself. And once you get clarity about those goals, you're going to be able to fly. You're going to be able to run. You're going to be able to move without hindrances because you'll have clarity. One of my favorite stylists, Silas J. Bolin posted the other day on Instagram. He said, I may not be there yet, but I'm closer than I was yesterday. And that should be our goal, right? That every single day we're operating in a space where we are moving towards our end goal. We may not be there yet, but we're closer than we were yesterday. So the question is, are you going somewhere? And I hope the answer is yes. I hope you know that the answer is yes. You are. You're not stagnant. You just need to be clear about your direction. You need to be clear about your personal interval of time. You need to be clear about who and what is surrounding you, who and what is restricting you. And you need to be clear about what's in your heart. Because it's hard to be creative with a hard heart. It's hard to be productive if your heart is not in the right place because it's going to mess your mind up. And that is what I have for you today. I hope that you are inspired and encouraged to be intentional in everything that you do. If you would like to continue on this journey, please subscribe on whatever listening platform you are listening to this podcast on so that you can stay connected. You'll get a notification when I post a new episode. It is my intention to post on a weekly basis on Thursdays. So stay tuned for more progress on purpose podcast take care